Last uh, night was a tough one for the Blue Jackets. They lose four to three in a shootout. Made a big trade earlier uh, last or late last week. Let's talk to Jody Shelley, Blue Jacket Television Analyst. Hello, Jody. How are you? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good, good and good. Tough loss last. Was it two seconds left? Two and a half? Yeah, icing. Texay uh, went for the empty net. Uh, icing comes back. Tired players, and uh, they got a lucky play out of the air on a rebound that they tied it up. Blue Jackets had lots of chances to win that game, but I love Torch's quote at the end of the game. He yeah, said, take the one point and ru- sprint out of the building. <laughs> I mean, they didn't play. They didn't play well at all. Uh, but yeah, that point looks good today. They got a chance to get three out of four with the Panthers as they face them again tomorrow night. Hey Jody, have these guys adjusted? And I know they had the bubble without fans, but hockey's a game, probably more than any other sport, where momentum can lift players. The fans really get into it. It's kind of an in-person sport. Have the players adjusted to no fans? No, they haven't. And I thought about this quite a bit, and I need to catch up with uh, Felino on this and Torch because. I was thinking last night, you know, it's one thing when you're on the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're on the road as a team, you're in a hotel, you know, you're on the bus, you're at the rink, you're back on the bus, you're back at the hotel, you go to the game, you play, you're done after. You're kind of in a routine. You kind of like get your head down and, and, you know, just kind of going through it. When you're in your own building, like last night at Nationwide Arena, you look around, 19,000 empty seats, okay? Mm. And you're sitting there going, it's just, it's sad. It, the whole thing, it, it's sad and and. The game, you're right, Tori, it's played with emotion. This is an emotion-driven game. The ebbs and flows of the crowd. The crowd riding Hornquist last night when he bumps the goalie. You know, there's there's a lot there, and, and you have to manufacture it. You have to manufacture it with hits, goals, fights, anything like that. And, and when momentum shifts, it's hard to get it back. And I, and I think that that is the feeling in the building. It's great to have hockey back, but the fans is a major gap in the way they play at home. Yeah, and I guess if there's an upside, there's 19,000 more eyes on the telecast anyways. Ratings got well, are going to be up. Yeah, I, mean, I hope yeah. so. And, and we're trying our best to do you know what we can. And, and you know, they're doing a good job with the crowd noise and that. And, and, and the guys are playing a certain way. Still but firing the cannon. Level. Yeah. Still hey, fire the cannon. Yep. Yeah. Jody, Jody, using the number three <laughs> on that beard, using the number three. On the bit, no, I don't know what I'm using. I'm all over the map with this thing. <laughs> Me and Jerry were trying quicker. to figure it out the other day because <laughs> I was out of three. I, th- I thought maybe you had a five, but then I looked last night. Yeah, it was pretty clean. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was gonna. I don't know. I'm not letting it go. How's your you're letting your beard go, right, Jerry? I know. I took a hack out of it over the weekend and had to start from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Beards are a lot of maintenance, Jody. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jody, what about a short training camp? Because, you know, players have been through that before. Does it? How long does it take you into a season, 10 games, 20 games, whatever it is, to get kind of the flow going? And especially with a training camp where you didn't really have much of one with no exhibition, how long does it take a team to get going? Because what are we, two, two, and three right now? You're not even 10 games in. Yeah, I don't think it takes that long if you have a group that's together and established for a while. But it's the new guys. Max Dolman, he's the centerpiece of a lot of things that are going on. I think he really misses the five, six preseason games, the time to go out to dinner, get to know you know, get to know your teammates, your line mates a little better. So I think he's adjusting still. I thought uh, last game against the Lightning, he looked much better, much more comfortable. When you get to a new team, you try to impress trying to help you're trying to do too much sometimes overpass overthink and it's not a, it, he'll be fine it's just a natural thing that happens so 
I think with the new guys, there's a, they, they miss it. With the, with the current Blue Jackets, I would give them two or three games. They should be playing their brand of hockey. Now, I know the uh, the trade, everybody seemed to agree that it was uh, you know a great deal for the Blue Jackets. When do you think, I know Liney was hurt or has yeah. a, an injury. When do you think we'll see him in the lineup? I would say in the next 10 days, maybe. Okay. You know, he's a guy that's up in Canada. There's a few things he has to go through. Not too much. They're going to send a plane to get him. I think that expedites a few things. Because he's a star, huh? This kid's he's a star. star yeah. yeah. You know, it's too bad with Dubois. I mean, this is a kid that came in here, and, and this was the future of the Blue Jackets. He wants out, and then you, you know, you get Line A for him and Roslovic, which is a nice, nice ticket in return. Uh, the Blue Jackets need scoring. This guy's a scorer, so... Uh, I think this works so very positive. You know, Jody, when I was looking, because when you're a fan, and I don't know if you did too, you're looking at all the trade rumors, and you go, well, I would do that deal, I would do that deal. When I looked at the Line A deal, and uh, you know, it's rumored, would, would Winnipeg do it straight up? I would have done that deal straight up, and here's why. One guy can really produce on the power play. The other guy, Pierre-Luc Dubois, wasn't getting it done in the power play, and that's not his game. But Line A could be the best score, pure score, with his shot that this team has had. Yeah, and, and, you know, as Jarmo put it, you move from the number three spot in the draft and Dubois to number two. Uh, listen, I like Dubois. I like him a lot. Uh, he's a physical player with a rare skill set of that size, speed, and quickness. Uh, but you're right. There's a real precise skill set when it comes to Patrick Laine. Think of Ovechkin in that spot. There's a real comparison there. He sits in the same spot in the power play that, as Ovechkin. He's got the one-time release. You can give him any kind of pass toward, uh, you know, a lot of guys need to pass in a certain area to get their perfect shot. You know, maybe a, a foot here or there uh, from their sweet spot. This guy's sweet spot is much bigger. He can put that puck uh, on the net hard from a lot of different places. So that's unique. He's a guy that can adapt and adjust. Uh, and this would be exciting to have a player like this on the power play. It's a place they need desperate help. Yeah, and Rosovic, the local kid, I mean, Joey... Yeah, this he, kid's an ambassador. Yeah, even though he was drafted in 2015, yeah. he was drafted young. He's still got some upside. I don't think he's a finished product. No, no. This is a player that, uh, you know, he's been in Winnipeg. He's an NHL-established player, which, you know, that's a big deal, too. You pick up two roster players. It takes time to get a young player to get, be able to play in the National Hockey League. So this is a nice pickup. It's a huge asset. Local kid, he's a centerman who's been pushed to the wing because of depth at center in Winnipeg. So he comes here to fill a need for the Blue Jackets. It's exciting to have this kid. He's going to get pushed to get in the lineup, and I think that's good for him. He needs to be pushed. He needs to be brought into the torch system, and this will make him a better player for a longer term. Uh, Jody Jody Shelley's with us, Blue Jacket television analyst. Hey, Miko Kovu, and I watched a lot, you know, longtime Minnesota Wild player, and, you know, he got buried last year. He didn't get a lot of minutes, and I'm sure personal pride steps in. And when he, you know, left, no one would blame the guy if he retired. He played there a long time. But he comes back, and I think, and you've been in this position too, I think when you go to a new team and the other team discards you, you feel like you got something to prove. Yeah, and it's nothing better for a team to pick up players that have something to prove. Michael Delzato uh, is one of those players. Remember Duquesne a couple of years ago, one-year deal? Kovu comes in here. Yeah, you know what? Minnesota is an organization that's changing. And when you're changing, you, you move old parts out. And he got pushed out, and that's fine. But he comes here because he's competitive. He knows Yarmo very well. Uh, he wants to give this area a chance. Watched him last night. He's a horse in the face-off circle, a great penalty killer. 
If that's the only two things you get out of this guy who's 37 years old on the ice, awesome. I mean, that, those are two key areas, especially when it comes to playoffs. Okay, regular season is one thing, but think of specific situations. This guy's going to be a nice pickup. Plus, off the ice, the intangibles of having a leader. It's good for Nick Foligno, Seth Jones, to see how someone else does it. And I'd love to pick up. I, I stress and I love veteran players. And right now, Koivu, now in the regular season, but more importantly, in the long playoffs, that's a guy you got to have in that locker room. Yeah. Is it yeah. weird watching Florida and half the team's Blue Jackets? Yeah. <laughs> I did <laughs> notice that. I like the way they play. I mean, Wemberg looked good. We missed Wemberg, of course. Good luck, Wemberg. But he played good last night. It is weird to see Duclair, too. I mean, this guy's a different player now. Two years ago, we saw him. He's on the top line there with one of the best centermen in the National Hockey League. So good for them. They got away with one last night. I think Blue Jackets will be ready with a little more snarl tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll do it uh, at home tomorrow night with the Panthers again. And let me ask you, so these two-game, three-day sets the way they're doing it because of the pandemic, I read where a lot of the players seem to like this uh, this format. Yeah, you know what? It's it, It'd be nice for the players if they could enjoy the cities a little more. Yeah, the, the off day. Division. Chicago, Nashville. Yeah, right. Florida. You know, these are nice, this is a nice division. Dallas. Um, but I think they like it for a couple of reasons. You know, there's a familiarity that you have. There's tendencies you go against. The team that loses looks to respond, look for a lot of splits Pleasure. in these series. Um, I, I like it as a broadcaster. I mean, the notes don't change. The storylines don't change. Yeah. So there's a few things you have to dig on. But you can look at tendencies, what you do in, in playoffs. So it's good. I mean, less travel is, is great for everyone. Uh, time in a hotel. Halfway through the season, all you think about is, Geez, I, have we stopped for five seconds at all? Because you, you're in a hotel, you're out of a hotel, you're back on a plane moving to the next city so fast. So it's nice to take a breath and, and maybe build a little animosity between teams too, which we all love. Right? Yeah, and Jody, we were, t- we were talking earlier, it was back in 1978 on this day that the, uh, the great blizzard here in the Midwest, up to 40, 50 inches of snow, depending. When you were a kid growing up in, what, Manitoba, you must, uh, you must have some uh, big snow memories. Oh, yeah. Well, I lived all over Canada, and we lived in a, an island off the, west, off the east coast of Canada called Newfoundland. Oh, wow. Uh, great moose hunting, great fishing. It's a, it's a really unique place. But I remember shoveling snow over my head so probably like eight feet high the snow banks were and we had it up to our roof so we used to get on the roof and jump off our roof into the snow <laughs> hard to believe but uh yeah the, we, we've and that would stay there a long time skated on the ocean uh played hockey on the ocean in the and the and the bay so wow uh, i love the snow i'd rather have the snow than the rain this time of year but i tell you what after a month of that you're like oh I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jody, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Hey, anytime, guys. My pleasure. All right. Take All care. right. Thank so you. long.